Hey guys, it's Lisa Logue. Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Right, my new podcast geared towards indie writers and the readers who love us. Um, again, I just wanted to say thank you for subscribing. Um, I know that seems kind of redundant, but you'll probably hear me say it every five seconds and I really don't care. <laughs> um, so I wanted to start this podcast because I have people ask me questions all the time about writing and the process and all of the different things, um, you know, that we come across as indie writers. And I felt like the best thing for me to do was to put all of the information in one place. And what better way to do that than a podcast that you can literally, literally listen to from anywhere. So first things first, um, a little bit about me. Again, my name is Lisa Logue, if you are not aware. I am a romance and fantasy and paranormal author. After the release of those books, I actually had an opportunity for a partnership. Um, so I have been publishing independently since 2008. I published my first book, Cursed Secrets, from my uh, series, Legacy of Secrets. And when I published that first book, I ended up selling about 200 copies within 48, um, actually, I'm sorry, it was less than 48 hours. So I know that that doesn't seem like a lot, but for someone who had never published a book before, that was pretty crazy. Um, so I sold my first book within that time frame, and then um, it kind of took off at first, and then um, I actually released the second book, Binding Secrets, in that series only a few months later, probably within the next six months after that, which ended up making even a bigger splash. So I ended up selling even more of those books. Um, I think altogether that first year, um, or I'm sorry, the first six months that they were out, I'm pretty sure I sold somewhere in the neighborhood of like 2,500 copies um, over that time frame. This was a long time ago, so <laughs> it's a little hard to remember, but um, the really cool thing was that I actually had an opportunity to partner with one of the very first independent publishing platforms outside of Amazon, which was called bookricks.com, B-O-O-K-R-I-X, Com. Um, I honestly haven't been on the site in a while, but they had kind of created um, an easier way for authors to publish our books in all of the different platforms. So not just Amazon, but Barnes and Noble and Kobo and um Apple and like all of the major players at the time. Now, granted, like I said, this was 10 years ago. So there, the market and the industry was very, very different. Um, still kind of led by Amazon and Barnes and Noble. But whenever I, um, you know, I, I was approached by them, I was like, wow, you know, it's pretty cool. Like, are you only going to publish one book? And they're like, no, we want the whole series. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so my books were out for a couple years under, um, under the publisher as they owned these the sell rights so um i did end up actually getting out of my contract early due to some issues that were kind of going on um behind the scenes that i wasn't comfortable with and they were nice enough to allow me out of my contract 
So then I had to republish everything um, and kind of start over. And since then, it's been a rocky road. There's been a lot of things that I could have done better, a lot of things that, you know, I didn't do that I should have done. Um, So all in all, essentially, this podcast is as much for me as it is for, you know, fledgling writers who are just kind of starting on you know, their career and things like that. But I like to think that in my experience that I've had, even though I'm not, you know, an HR ward or an HM ward or a Jessica Sorensen or, um, you know, a, um, Amanda Hawking or some of these independent authors that have made it big. Um, also, um, you know, Danica Dark. I mean, some of these authors have just catapulted themselves into what we all wish to do and so um the kind of the purpose of this podcast is so we can you know kind of hash through those things discuss them figure out what the best options are um be able to utilize the experiences that each other have had and to learn from them and grow from them and eventually you know enough of us will catch our footing and we'll be able to succeed and you know do what we've always dreamed of doing so you know that's kind of the the gist (laughs) of you know who I am and why um essentially I felt like this is something that is needed um so you know the question of you know why me why me of all people why why should you listen to me um I don't really have a good answer for that. (laughs) Honestly, um, I am definitely not the most experienced by any means, but I do generally like to help people and I do generally like to provide information and give general advice and things like that based on things that I know. But I also um, you know, a sponge myself. Like I love to take in information and to learn from things that I didn't know before, or maybe things that have changed that just needs to be, um, you know, addressed going forward and understanding the industry, how, how it's changed and evolved and all the things that all the options now that, you know, I didn't have 10 years ago that because I've been kind of in the dark, I haven't known about for all this time. So I don't have a good answer as to why you should listen to me aside from the fact that I don't think I'm an expert and I never would. And I'm coming into this with just as much of an open mind um, and just as much of a desire to learn as I feel anyone who would listen would also have. Where they were going to offer basically um, like a sponsorship type of situation and um, that would have worked out fine except for the fact that they are a German-based country or I'm sorry company and I am in the U.S. and so the timing was always a little off um, and it was kind of hard to you know communicate and get a lot of that stuff going so It didn't end up working out, unfortunately, but, um, the following year I ended up just exclusively going with Amazon. 
um, to kind of bolster some sales and things because after that first six or eight months, everything kind of started going back down to, you know, low sales because I hadn't released another book in the following, um, months after the second one. So, um, you know, Amazon algorithms are so weird. Like the more books you publish, the more popular you tend to be. So unfortunately (laughs) that wasn't happening for me. So I ended up, um, exclusively going on Amazon and doing, you know, KDP promotions and all these things. And I did well for about two years and then, you know, life kind of happened. (laughs) Um, at one point I was working full time and going to school and, Um, I have a few children and so things just kind of got really complicated in a really weird way. So while I was publishing books, I wasn't marketing as I was prior to this point. So those who already knew about my books or who were already following me or subscribed to my newsletter all of those people would purchase, <laughs> you know, the, re- the new releases, but I wasn't really doing much in the way of marketing for the series. So eventually everything kind of, um, you know, dipped off and it was my fault, you know, and you, we have to put the work in, in this industry. Unfortunately, you know, most independent artists in general don't have very deep pockets. So we either have to have people work with us or we're on our own. So I, um, you know, left my books there, continued to kind of do what I could. And then I actually got a, um, a three-year contract with a small publisher for my series Legacy of Secrets. And at the time, I think I had the first two books and two novellas out um and I hadn't released the last one yet so so yeah I mean ultimately if you if you hate it that's fine like deuces (laughs) um but really I uh I, I genuinely want to help people and what better way to help people than to share knowledge that myself and other authors that I know have as it pertains to this business and helping our friends succeed because ultimately while some people look at this as a competition it's really not a competition like we're all in this fight together to try to bring more people into the indie fold because independent authors and artists in general have kind of received a bad rep over the years because we're looked at as disorganized and sloppy and generally just any kind of, you know, barefoot housewife that decides she wants to write a Harlequin romance, you know, like that's kind of what we're viewed as. So changing that perception is huge and it's definitely something that is needed. Um, whether it be based on particular genres or subgenres, or just as independent authors and creators as a whole. Um, you know, that's, you know, my mission, my joy, my passion, whatever you want to call it. Um, it kind of takes a beating and I, I would prefer 
to at least be some sort of beacon of light for people who maybe are struggling, you know, and, um, and they know that they don't necessarily have to struggle and that there are other people who feel the same way and that, you know, we're not in this massive competition. Like this is not the hunger games, folks. (laughs) We will be fine. We will get through. And there are ways to be successful and there are different, even, even different measurements of success. And what matters is that we see that and we recognize who we are, what our purpose is and what our desires and dreams are and how to get there. So, um, I would say that that, that would be my main pitch to people is, you know, what sets this podcast apart from other podcasts, in my opinion, is the fact that myself nor any of the other, um, authors or writers that I, um, have as co-hosts will never ever try to belittle, demean, or, um, even, even just state that we are, you know, all knowing or experts on a subject because we all recognize that, you know, growth is essential. Um, learning is essential and all of these things, you know, every day, every day you should find something that you don't, that you didn't know before. And, you know, so that's, that's where we're different. We we're seeking out knowledge and information that maybe we didn't have before that could be just that, just that little spark that we needed to, you know, kind of get to where we want to go. Um, so if you're down with that, then totally stick around and hang out with me because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that we're going to have a really great conversation and an amazing time and hopefully lots of laughs and, (laughs) you know, be able to, to take the edge off a little bit. Um, and not to mention procrastinate because truth be told, I should be writing right now, but you know, (laughs) that's like 90% of my day. Um, so I guess the, the next thing is just to kind of talk about what to expect from the podcast. So generally, um, I'll be releasing an episode a week discussing various topics. Um, some of them will be talking about genres and subgenres. Some of them will be talking about just books in general that we like to read, um, or have read or ones that we want to recommend. We'll end up, um, talking about, uh, publishing, independent publishing, traditional publishing, you know, um, different aspects of that. We'll also talk about, um, the, the writing process. Like how do you, how do you get from, you know, a story idea into a book and, you know, all of those kinds of things. So, you know, we'll, we'll touch on so much that really you don't, you don't want to miss it. I mean, let's just be real. It's going to be pretty freaking amazing. Um, and by the way, there will be profanity. (laughs) I'm trying my best to keep it, you know, clean. So if you're, if you're not a fan of profanity, I do apologize. But unfortunately, um, sometimes there's just certain words that are better used in certain ways. (laughs) So anyway, um, expect weekly podcasts. Um, I plan to release them, um, 
either on Wednesdays or Thursdays. I haven't decided which day yet. It really just depends on my schedule. So as of the moment, um, I'm shooting for Wednesdays, but it could be Thursdays. Um, so, you know, there's that. The other thing is I will likely have um, some of the recordings be live streamed on my Instagram story. So you may want to keep an eye out for that. Granted, you really won't be able to see many people other than me, but you may be able to hear them. So we'll get that figured out. Also, um, I will end up putting a, um, a page on my website that will be dedicated to the podcast and topics, upcoming co-hosts and so on and so forth. Um, my website is lisalogbooks.com. You can click it in the description of the podcast. My last name is L-O-G-U-E, so lisalogbooks.com. And you should be able to click the Just Right tab um, on my site to see. So aside from that, um, there's really not a whole lot more for me to get into aside from just generally talking about um, my process in writing and how I kind of view a general overview of the, of the things that I've been asked over the last couple of years. Um, there's really, you know, everybody starts with the, the first question is, you know, how do you write a novel? (laughs) or how do you write a book or how did you come up with the idea for your book and all of those are pretty much the same questions you get in any kind of interview so um the first thing I'll say is inspiration for a story literally can come from anywhere um most of the time oddly enough I get story ideas if I'm like in the shower or driving um clearly two places I can't write them down (laughs) um so that typically tends to happen like that Uh, so, you know, I'll get story ideas like that. I've also gotten story ideas from dreams, which I know seems so cliche and silly, but it's true. Um, Legacy of Secrets started out as a very vague recurring dream that I had, and it kind of spiraled, um, into what it is now. Um, then, you know, the, as far as the process goes of writing a book, there's no two people do it the same way. So me, for example, I might loosely plot out what I would like to happen in the book. And I say that what I would like to happen (laughs) because when you start to write a book, sometimes your characters decide what's happening and you really don't have any control over it. And I know that that makes me sound absolutely mad, batshit crazy, but truth be told, that's the way it is. Um, Characters have a mind of their own. And if they decide that instead of going on this grand epic adventure, that they're going to, you know, find a way around the evil or something, then I have to kind of be like, whoa, guys, you're eliminating the conflict here. And, you know, it's, like I said, it makes me sound crazy. I have to battle with the people in my head. (laughs) So, yeah. And I know that for, for there, there are some people who maybe have never, um, written a story before. So some of these concepts 
that we may discuss are going to be kind of foreign or going to sound made up, (laughs) but I promise you that these are things that all of the writers um, that I have networked with or talked to, all of this is things that, that have kind of been pulled from conversations and questions and things like that. Um, so just bear with me. (laughs) Um, I promise you it'll make sense eventually. Uh, so aside from, you know, inspiration, where it comes from and the process of just, you know, how to get from here to there, the very first thing you have to do, if you want to be a writer of any sort, whether it's poetry or short novels, short stories, or epic tales, I mean, I'm talking like Iliad, Odyssey kind of tales, right? Anything that you want to write, you must, must, must read so if you like high fantasy like lord of the rings kind of books seek out those types of books if that's the kind of story you want to write and read it and take some notes and figure out if you really like the aspects of that genre or if you only sort of like the aspects of that genre and you want to use a hybrid of different kinds of things, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but you won't know until you actually dive in and see kind of what you're getting yourself into. Um, so I always recommend to people when they ask me, like, how do you write a book or how do you, you know, take your ideas and make it into a book? And the very first thing I say is, well, you have to read some samples essentially of what you're trying to get into so for me I prefer most of the time to read fantasy novels now that could be paranormal you know young adult that could be new adult books which new adult is essentially like college age kids um, or young adults that are kind of embarking on some you know, first world problems, (laughs) um, but in like their early twenties, if that makes sense, kind of, you know, a little older than high school, college age, that kind of thing. Um, it doesn't have to necessarily be paranormal, but I definitely prefer fantasy books. Um, sci-fi books are good so long as it's not really obscure things that delve into, you know, um, quantum physics or something because I'm not that smart. Um, but I also like to read, um, you know, the, the little romance sleuthy chiclet kind of books occasionally. Um, and I do love mysteries as well. So, you know, I have a couple of different things I like, um, I like to read, but fantasy is what I prefer to write. Um, I did dabble last year in romantic suspense, so I do have a romantic suspense novel that I released that I'm actually working on a sequel for at the moment, Um, and I was kind of surprised because it turned out fairly well. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I would have never even thought to write a book in that genre had I not read one and just decided that I like kind of how it goes, um, you know, the, the different aspects of the story. 
So, you know, I tried my hand in it and, and it went okay. And I don't know if it's going to be a long-standing series as Legacy of Secrets is, but I would have never known had I not, you know, read a book in that genre. So definitely keep your eyes and your ears open for recommendations and, you know, uh, new titles and things like that. And I urge everyone and anyone to read Indie. Um, unfortunately, indie writers just, we don't have a very big support system as it pertains to publishing. You know, these big publishing houses, their pockets are crazy deep. So they can take an author that no one knows and make them a household name in like 48 hours. You know, like we don't have the same kind of pool. So read indie pick different types of of you know genres within the indie writers choose an author who might be um you know a person of color one that you maybe wouldn't normally read but pick one of their books and just read it see if you like it um pick an author who writes in a genre that is totally outside of your wheelhouse but maybe there's something interesting enough in there that it will end up keeping you hooked i mean you never know until you try and reading is fundamental i mean it's part of everyday life and honestly i would much rather escape to a world that is full of magic and mystery and excitement and all of these things and rather than living in the real world sometimes um not to say that I don't enjoy my life or any of those things but just to say that we all need an escape and books is definitely a healthy alternative um to some things that are not quite as (laughs) not quite as good so um so yes definitely read whatever it is that you're looking into um into writing because you need that foundation you need to understand how the how a story moves through plot points and things like that and of course you can always read you know you could take a how to write a book for dummies thing I'm sure that that exists I haven't even looked that up to be honest with you but you can take something like that and um and be able to to do the basic stuff with it so there really is so much out there for anyone and I know that it's almost too much it can be overwhelming but that is what I'm hoping to to kind of help with you know this project with you know just right because that's that is essentially um the message is you know it doesn't have to be overwhelming so um the next question I get all the time is you know what made you decide to self-publish instead of traditionally publish? And the short answer to that is, well, because I have no idea how to do some of the shit I need to do (laughs) to get published. Um, So there's a process when it comes to publishing. 99% of the time, one of the big six publishing houses will not accept unsolicited manuscripts. That means that you must have an agent. That means that you have to pitch your book to an agent. And then, of course, there's tons of agents who won't accept books that have already been um, self-published. So if it's not an original idea, 
then you're kind of SOL. The other part to that is that you can um, end up with a publishing contract if you have garnered enough of a following and popularity on your own through social media and ads and other means um, to catch the eyes of agents and publishing houses and so on. So it's not that it is un- that you're un- incapable um, or I'm incapable even of doing these things. But the amount of time and energy that it takes to put into some of this is just not anything that I've had lately. So I decided to self-publish because at least I knew that if I never get picked up by a publisher that requires an agent and all of that, if I never get picked up by a publisher, at least I can say that I followed through with a dream of mine and utilized what I could to, you know, get my book out there and to publish. And, you know, I was 21, I believe, when I published my first book. So that was, I mean, crazy exciting. I worked on it for like two years um, and it was just amazing. And yeah, sure, it would have been a million times better had I had a traditional publisher behind me because then they would have paid for everything and I could have done all all the things I wanted to do but at the end of the day I like having the freedom of not really having a deadline unless I impose it on myself um, I also like being able to have the creative freedom to do the things um, and write about the things that I choose because you don't always get that luxury when you're under contract and so um yeah, I mean, those those are pretty much my main answers. And like I said, um, when, you, when you don't have means readily available to you or you don't have information that you would prefer to have to, to kind of take those steps, then, you know, you're going to kind of fall back and punt and say, okay, well, what can I do and what are my options? within my control. And that's essentially, you know, where I went with that. Um, nowadays, self-publishing isn't as stigmatized. I mean, it's still stigmatized, but it's not as stigmatized as it was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, it was basically like, if you self-published a book, it was going to be trash regardless. And now people are seeing that independent authors have put so much work into their covers and their stories and their editing and all of these things that so many years ago wasn't the case. So that's great that that's happening now because there was, it was a lot harder to deal with before. Um, so yeah, um, let's recap. So read and write down your notes like take notes on things that you enjoy record um in a notebook or something like all of your story ideas that you have anything that you get inspiration from whether it's something random like a name that you heard while you're on the subway that you're like wow that'd make a really good character name write it down or even use like a notes app in your phone and write that down um or record that Also, um, you know, do some research. I mean, Google is your friend. (laughs) 
Google some of the things that you're looking for, how to get an agent, how to query, you know, all of that stuff. And um, you'll find some of the information and it is overwhelming. Um, It's definitely something that I'm hoping to get some more information on myself as we embark on some co-hosts coming in who might have the experience in that realm of things because unfortunately I do not but that's okay because I definitely need some help in that respect so I am totally open for any kind of suggestions as it pertains to getting that figured out um and lastly the other thing that people ask me all the time is um what made me decide to uh, use Amazon over the other publishing platforms? I get I get this question a lot. So it's my experience personally, this doesn't apply to everyone, but it's my experience personally that due to Amazon's pull in the market and due to their size, from there, then I can kind of judge, okay, where are my sales coming from? so on and so forth um this is kind of the way that i've done it just since i've been in the industry and i've seen kind of what works for me and what doesn't but keep in mind that that kind of thing is also based on your genre because certain genres sell better than others um on a shorter time frame so sometimes the authors who are new might be able to sell a book in the just general romance genre pretty quickly because those books are are purchased like all day every day 24 7 whereas someone who writes in a more obscure um, genre or subgenre will probably see less of that due to the fact that there's not as much um, demand in that particular genre so some of these things are based on that as well so definitely don't take it as concrete by any means um but just know that these things do come into play whenever you publish and then we will get into that more so on um whichever episode we discuss publishing and uh that way everybody will kind of get a good idea of what to what to expect whenever they take this route um honestly amazon is just such a big player in it right now i feel like it's silly if you don't take advantage of all of the tools that they have available to you before you decide to expand outside of amazon um and who knows maybe in a few years there won't be any other options and amazon will just directly distribute i'm not sure you know i mean we don't know amazon's kind of taking over the world right <laughs> like, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, but, you know, I guess it's kind of part of the fun or it might be the scariest part. I'm not quite sure. Things things are a little bit wonky around these days, so <laughs> who knows? Um, so lastly, the question that I get asked all the time is, you know, which advice I would give to, you know, new writers or people who want to write a novel. And... To be quite honest with you, my advice 100% of the time is always just write. And it seemed fitting to me to create this podcast and call it Just Write. 
because when I first met the network of women that I've been working with over these last this last year, every time they asked me a question as it pertained to something in their story, my answer was always, I don't know, just right. And I'm sure you'll work it out. And I'm sure they got tired of hearing it um, <laughs> because I said it all the time. But y- you can beat yourself up over the, the little bits and pieces of a story all you want to. But if you never write it, what's the point of even, you know, getting that far? Like you can't write the... You, you, I mean, you could write the end before the beginning if you wanted to, but you can't worry about things like formatting when you haven't even written the manuscript. You can't even worry about things like, you know, um, how long does my book need to be because it's in this genre when you haven't even put a word down on paper. So my advice is always always to new writers and existing writers if you have an idea if you you know um are working on on a maybe you already have books published and you're working on more maybe you're struggling with something as it pertains to uh trying to figure out what kind of story you want to write or what genre your book is in or any of those little things the answer to be quite honest with you is just write it just write the story let it take the shape and mold that it's going to take and just write it because at the end of the day your characters and your story and all of the things that make it up are going to take the direction that they're meant to take but none of that would happen if you didn't write it first so words of wisdom I will impart to you is just right. So that's, you know, pretty much all I got for you today. Um, I know it seems kind of redundant (laughs) to, um, you know, talk about some of those things, but uh, whenever we're going to have additional shows later, but I just wanted to kind of give my outlook and my general overview of the things that I'm asked the most and, you know, what um, typically other independent authors have come to me, uh, you know, about which of these topics and everything. Um, because there's honestly, there's so much that just even finding the top three <laughs> is difficult. Um, so, yeah, at this point, I just want to thank everybody for listening as long as you have. Hopefully I haven't lost you. Um, Next episode, I will have an author friend with me who will be revealed later on in the week. And we'll take a discussion into um, one of our talking points that we have from that were submitted to us from other authors um, and network or in, in our network of, um, you know, independent writers and things that they kind of want to hear and discuss and so on. So, um, I'll be announcing more information about the episode, um, over the weekend. So thank you so much for listening. I am so happy that, um, you stuck around (laughs) and, uh, don't forget you can donate to our cause 
and part of the proceeds will go to local libraries as well as um, NaNoWriMo, which is a website that focuses on bringing, um, you know, the written word to, to students and helping them know how to tell stories and use the gift of of uh, writing to benefit their lives. So if you want to check that out, you can go to nanorimo.org and, um, and check it out and see what all they do. And it's an amazing um, organization. So again, thank you for listening and I will see you next week. It's almost silly to um, publish your books on outside platforms, or as it's called, expanded distribution. Whenever nobody knows your name or your book or any of that information. Now, ideally, you'll start many, um, marketing yourself like six months before your book release, and that would provide some hopefully some buzz around your book and give a little bit of information about you and you know generate sales in the long run for those who may not know how to do that if you release your book on expanded distribution and it's just kind of floating around there on all the different platforms it might be overwhelming and more difficult for those folks to market themselves effectively whenever you are unsure of how to market yourself on one platform. So I've kind of like given myself a standard of how I publish. So typically I will go directly through Amazon through KDP, which is their Kindle, um, their Kindle direct publishing. And so I'll go directly through KDP for the first 60 Um, or I'm sorry, the first 90 days, if the book does well within those 90 days, then I will continue for another 90 days before I end up putting the book out on the expanded platforms, meaning Apple, um, Kobo, and Barnes & Noble, and however many that they have. Um, 